0: Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Justin Rambo. And Justin just self-published his first book at uh, the beginning of this year, and it's called Turn Down the Noise, Eliminate Distractions, Find Your Purpose and Passion, and Start Chasing Your Dreams. So thank you so much, Justin, for like, being here and being part of the podcast. And I would like you to start uh, by telling us a little bit about you.
1: Well, first, I want to thank you for having me on as a guest. I always like sitting in this seat versus (laughs) your seat, (laughs) so definitely appreciate you. A little bit about me, I'm from New York, uh, upstate New York. I'm a self-published author. Like you said, I released my first book earlier this year called Turn Down the Noise. It's pretty much a personal personal development and self-help book. Mixed with some inspiration and some motivation, just because I'm also a personal development coach and strategist. Uh, a little bit more about me uh I have four kids married living a I do my stuff in the basement right now. I just work from home, and yeah, I just had inspiration to write a book one day
0: and so that's the first book that you actually wrote and put out there? And why did you decide to go ahead and do that? Because we know it's a lot of work to, to write a book. Where did you find the motivation?
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that. So I often say the inspiration from or for the book actually came to me versus me going out there and looking for it. So how it happened was I said in 2019, what would happen if I eliminate all my distractions no social media, no TV, no music. If I just, you know, stuck with my meditations, my daily affirmations, mantras, would it take me a year to figure out what my passion and my purpose is? And so for two months, I had no distractions. I stuck to my meditations and mantras. And then one day, no
0: social media for two months,
1: nothing. Well, actually no TV, no social media and no music. That part lasted for seven months, but two months into it, too much into the no distractions the idea for the book just came to me like a lightning bolt and so at first i struggled in school and i thought why would anyone read a book that i wrote and i'm not the best with this type of i don't really like reading as much so why would i write a book but it's one of those things where i just felt it inside and so i had to do it and it actually only took me 6 weeks to write So that was the amazing part.
0: Sounds like you're a guy that really enjoys challenges because you give yourself challenges. Like, why? Let's just do this and try this. And that's so much fun. So you said it took you six weeks to write it. Like, how did you go about Like, What are your tricks to write so fast?
1: The first trick, honestly, was since I had no distractions, it was easier for me to write. Right, so I've so already eliminated have four kids I have four <laughs> kids, but during this time they were uh in school, so i had I had some more wiggle room, and obviously my wife helps out a lot too uh but the kids are besides our youngest one are more self sufficient right so we have the the teenager and then the younger ones who are like close to the teenage age, and then our young young son, so he's the one that needs the most attention but I also wrote the book in six weeks with a nine to five job. So what I would do was I would write early in the morning and then late at night. And then I would also make sure that I'm not spending other time doing extra things on the weekends other than family time. And I would just make sure I I, I wrote, but the trick for me was, okay, I eliminated my distractions. So I have extra time, but now I need to force myself. I need to force myself or have something force me to write. And so what I did was I hired an editor who would edit two chapters per week. And then once I received those edits back, I would also submit the next two chapters. So it was a weekly thing and I had already paid. So now I'm forced, I put myself in a corner on purpose to be able to write and produce. And so I I was able to get it done in six weeks.
0: So you know exactly what can help you be more productive and you use those tools that you know to get your writing. So you wrote in the morning and at night, like in the evening, but how much time? Is it half an hour, an hour, two hours?
1: In the mornings usually, so I would wake up at 4 30. And at that time I think I had to be to work by eight. So probably an hour and a half in the morning and at night probably two hours. On weekends I can just I can write for a while. So that varied a lot. But honestly I would say the thing that helped me stick to it was I did create an outline of everything and how I wanted to write, but I also realized at times where I had writer's block or I was stuck, I just needed to start typing something. I couldn't just sit in there and stare at the screen. So once I started typing something, it just started to flow. And so you're right. I know what works for me and I do need to create a task for myself to complete. That actually speaks to my personality trait, whereas I need I'm a task-oriented person and I'm a like, go-getter. So mm-hmm. it was just uh, making sure I have enough time. The hour and a half in the morning really helped because I was a lot more mentally clear. Even though I was sleepy, I was a lot more mentally clear in the morning.
0: And do you type really fast or just regular speed?
1: <laughs> I type, uh, I, I I think I type pretty decent. Um, I would say on the faster side. But I remember, so I'm 35 now, but when I was in my early 20s, I would type with the two fingers. And so that was a struggle. So (laughs) I I taught myself after a while to type really fast. And so since I had the outline, I was able to type faster um, than what I did in the past. But it wasn't necessarily the speed. It was more so the content and having that structure for me. So I knew what to type.
0: Yeah, you don't stay there just wondering, uh, right. well, what am I going to write next? Like, you, you know everything that you have to mm-hmm. write. So when you sit down, like, you actually get to work, like, really fast.
1: Yeah, I my wife like was pretty that. amazed. Yeah, she was yeah. amazed. She, <laughs> said, she said, you go downstairs you know what to do. I said, what yeah. does that mean? <laughs> She's like, well, you just go down there and you start typing. I said, well, I have the outline. And that was the key for me, the outline and the extra time with no distractions.
0: Awesome. And do you have any other advice for like wannabe authors?
1: Yeah. So you have to figure out what works for you in terms of, for me, it was the morning time where I was most clear, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without the outline. But also knowing that if I put money down on something and there's a schedule, I'm more likely to stick to it right? So it's like you, it's like diving all in versus just sort of dipping your leg in to see if the water's cool or if it's, if it's warm. And so you have to know how you operate in order to produce what you want to produce. The other key, I think the biggest key for me was I was passionate about it. And since I had the passion, it automatically brought the drive to, to do so. And then one other thing I did that was, I think, uh, helped me out a lot is I, I talk about this in my book, I did something called mental saturation, where, like I said, when I eliminated the music from my life, the times I would normally listen to music would be if I'm taking the kids to school or if I'm writing to work or if I'm getting ready in the morning or during a workout. Those times, instead of listening to music, now I'm listening to things in terms of writing a book, how to get a book published. I listen to the information the whole time, so my brain was constantly on book mode throughout the day.
0: Okay, so you were really creating that universe where you're a writer and that's a goal and let's learn like everything you need at the same time. Exactly. That's really intense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Six weeks though, I got it done.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And what was the hardest thing about becoming a self-published author? Like once you've written the whole book, after that, like, it's not a piece of cake, like, to actually be on Amazon, and, like, what was your experience?
1: I think, honestly, the hardest part for me was to have people critique it first, so I had the first editor, which I paid for the two chapters per week, and I got that part done, but afterwards, I took five people that I knew, six people that I knew, different personality types, and I had the manuscripts printed out. I said, "Hey, I, I'm writing this book. I would really love your feedback. I value, you know, your feedback and you as an individual." And I had them over the course of, I think, two months. They read the book, they wrote in the book, they marked in the book, and then they told me what they thought about it. And so after that, I did some more edits. Right. So now I'm doing edits again. And then after that, I paid another editor to edit the entire book as a whole now, not just two chapters at a time. Okay. And so I think the hardest part for me was the actual process going forward to make sure things were right, to make sure it made sense, to make sure punctuation, grammar, there are no errors. That part was the part that took the longest to me. The other stuff, I'm, I'm pretty self-sufficient in terms of finding the information out. So how to self-publish. Like I said, since I was doing the mental saturation, I knew how to self-publish. I knew where to find The uh, uh, cover artist for the book. So I knew how to do those things just because I had been hearing the information, but it was a long drawn out editing process for me that took the longest. And even after everything was said and done, I still made some edits last minute myself.
0: (laughs) And did you decide to self-publish on Amazon only or or on other platforms too?
1: So I decided to self-publish on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So those are the two that you know, this is my first time. Those are the two that stick to mind the most. And I know for Amazon in terms of that's where a lot of people buy their books. So that was, uh that one was a no brainer for me. And then the print on demand service was also an, a no brainer.
0: And how about Barnes and Noble? It's like why did you decide to, to do the second step to, to be on another platform?
1: It's, I think I read an article and uh, they may have listed Barnes and Noble and I know they were big here in the U.S. for their, their uh, physical locations, but now they're moving to online. And I haven't sold too many on Barnes & Noble, but I've had a couple of people reach out to me and say they can't get into their Amazon account or their kid changed their Amazon account or it's in a different language, where else can I buy the book? So that's when it came in handy. Other than that, everyone that I know has bought it from Amazon.
0: Okay, and how do you promote your book? That's something I really like to ask people because like, it's like you wrote a whole book and now you want it to be sold and people to read it. So how do you promote your books?
1: Yeah, for me, it's social media, which that's a whole nother story. So if you remember, I got off of social media for about seven months. Yes. (laughs) And how the algorithms work. When I got back on, I didn't have my same following. I mean, I had the same friends, but they weren't seeing my posts now because since I got off, social media sort of punishes you because they want you to stay on. So now people are not seeing my posts unless I direct them right to it. So I would just constantly post on social media to finally get that following back up. Another thing that I have done and I do is podcasting. So that's helped out a lot. I've had people reach out to me or and show me pictures that they purchased my book and they heard it from the podcast. So that's helped out a lot, also going on podcasts. And then since I do a lot of live videos on Facebook and I just try to put myself out there visually, I have my little background back here where people will see the books and they're yeah. like, okay, well, he must have a book out. And so I just think <laughs> for me, it's just utilizing technology on multiple platforms. I know when I do my Facebook Lives, I make graphics within the live so it's just graphics around me and part of it is the book and then where to buy it as well so just trying to be resourceful in terms of how to utilize technology to get the word out there
0: yeah that's what i said when we first uh talk. like i really enjoy like the setup that you have like just the book showing at the back and just all the gear i really yeah. i really like that And do you promote yourself as a writer? Do you see something different as promoting a book or promoting yourself as a writer?
1: Um, I see it more so as promoting myself as a package, so to speak, Mm -hmm. meaning not just a writer, more so uh, me as the personality, as the business. So if they want to read the book, they can read the book. So I have different outlets for them to reach me through but not so much as a writer, just me as an individual and as a person and then what I stand for. And I think for the most part, especially given in the, the time period we live in now, people attach their feelings with their business or cause based on the individuals they see. And yeah. so I try to you know, show my personality, let people know who I am and then what I stand for. And then I think that helps them with Buying the book.
0: All right. And I feel like people are often curious to know like, are you earning a living from your book? So is that your main source of income or like is it your day job or what is it?
1: No, I'm not earning a living. So the book is actually an extension of what I do. So it's, yeah. it's a piece of what I do. And it's also a platform piece where it opens up other doors that it, it might have taken me longer to get through. And so for, for me, my business in general is a personal development business. The book is a, an extension of me and the business as well. So uh, it's a piece to a big puzzle. i put it that way.
0: So your main job is to be a coach,
1: yep. personal yep. development
0: coach. Okay. And what other writing projects are you working on? Like, do you have other books planned?
1: Yeah, I do actually. And so many people have asked me that question. Will this be your, your only book? Are you going to write another book? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I plan on writing another book. This first book Turn on the noise has more uh, personal development and then life lessons, my story and things like that. The next book is going to be geared towards personal development period and the advice uh, and some helpful tips, but I feel like I have to live a little bit more life. In order to write that book. So I don't want to focus on writing it right now, but I know it's in the works. The more I dive into personal development, the more experiences I have with myself and individuals, the more I learn, that's when I'll start writing a book. But I, I go off of feelings a lot. So mm-hmm. if I'm not feeling it, I'm probably not going to get it done. So I'm just going to wait and live life a little bit more and then and then write that book also to build up my following as well, because that's that's a big key. Because I see certain people that have uh, written books and they have a huge following, so they'll become uh, number one on Amazon and things like yeah. that based on their following, not necessarily the book and the content, but their following.
0: Yeah, and then the ball gets rolling because people see that it's a bestseller, so they want to mm-hmm. read it. They get curious, so it just increased sales and just gets rolling. So, well, building a platform is something that I see as very important, which is what I'm doing with this podcast. So it was awesome talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time. And if people want to know more about you, about what you do, your book, uh, please like, tell, tell us where they can connect with you.
1: Yeah. So you you can find the book on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it's print, print format and ebook. You can find it in both fashions. And then also with me, my business is called Versatile Success. And so you can just go to versatilesuccess.com and you'll find all the information about me, or you can just Google my name because there's not too many Justin Rambles. And, <laughs> and so you'll find things there as well.
0: Okay, and so I'll make sure to share those links in the show notes and so to make sure that people get to find you if they want to know more about you. Thank you so much for uh, your time.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!